was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Welcome to Shaker Not Noob, episode 9, the podcast that not only talks about video games weekly, but officially talks about Fortnite every fortnight. That's right. It's been <laughs> one fortnight since Paul's been on, and he has sent us a fortnight fortnight. What a dude. <laughs> <laughs> it is beautiful. I will uh, put it in at the end of the show for fortnight fortnight. If you're a fortnight fan, stick around, because there's apparently a fair bit of fortnight news. Because this is your fortnight. <laughs> oh man, I'm doing that. I'm doing a stinger for that. <laughs> uh, if if it sounds a bit weird, yes, Fuzzy and I are not on location this time. Fuzzy is at his abode, and I've just been tattooed, so I am flat out fucking exhausted. I'm your host, Doody Dutrum, and with me, as always, for a nine nil strikeout rate, that is Fuzzy Dan. Hello, champion. I'm going for the double figures. I'm gonna be here for another week, at least. Next week's episode's going to be big. It's, it's going to be big. <laughs> it's going to be the big one zero. <laughs> That's double digits. <laughs> See, we'll be on par with actual Shake and Not Nerd. By this time next week, we're we're totally even. It's like we're two. We've been going for the same amount of time. It's amazing. Yeah, until Shake and Not Nerd catches up to you know triple digits. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Fuzzy Dan, how you been? What are you doing? What are you playing? Oh, mate, I've had a, a massively busy week because it's just been, well, it is the Christmas season. It is also the Christmas season for gamers because this is when all of the fucking games drop and it's just been going gangbusters in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so I have been, um, well, our episode this week will will tell you all about it. I've been playing a lot of Just Cause 4 and uh, the latest and greatest addition uh, to the uh, Switch universe, Super Smash Bros. So that's been Ooh, all pick- over the place you picked up a copy of it did we i did i just kind of had to it's one of those things i was going yeah no i'm not gonna buy one and then just went out and bought one because it's a lot of fun so we'll we I won't spoil it now but yes we'll um we'll talk about super smash bros in no time flat yes but before we do that we have a bit of news as it was the gaming awards uh since last between last episode so there is some new reveals slash releases as well as the award list to go through round one Man, oh man, some great trailers coming out, right? Everybody, they're dropping trailers like crazy at the moment. Um, We saw some new ones for the Far Cry New Dawn, uh, which is essentially, which I know you loved because it's a follow-on from the last Far Cry, right? Yeah, it's the first official sequel from a Far Cry game that we've gotten in uh, since the original one when we got Far Cry 1 and then Far Cry Primal. Yeah, looks look. It's it's a really interesting premise, uh, very much sort of Mad Max meets The Walking Dead meets the latest version of Far Cry. So, very intrigued to see where they take the story. I think um, they're very narrative driven. A lot of the Far Cry games. So, yeah, very interested to see what happens with that one. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens to uh, to Joseph Seed because he is alive at the end of Far Cry Five. Is he going to be mm-hmm. in this new Far Cry New Dawn? Seedsy. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we also had uh, new trailers for Devil May Cry 5. I'm not sure if you're a, a DMC fan, but I know there's oh, a lot of hardcore it's, it's gamers out there. It's not DMC. DMC is a different game. This is <laughs> Devil May Cry. DMC is completely different. I know, this, I know. This is Devil May Cry 5, the sequel that everyone's wanted since, I think, 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. And it looks fan-fucking-tastic. 
I'm I'm not a big uh, a big person in the franchise. I haven't played a lot of the uh, the franchise game prior to this, so I, I mean it it looks pretty crazy though, right? You haven't played any of them before. I, I've played a little bit of them, but not too much. So uh, yeah, I mean it's been a long time since. What was it? Two thousand and eight was Devil May Cry four. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, around yes. around that sort of time, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's a that's a massive like ten years is a huge amount of time, and well, it's going to be uh, t- March twenty nineteen, so eleven years since it's been released. That's a huge gap. Uh, so it's, yeah, I'm I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of fans just jizzing all over this edition. Yeah, yeah, Tom the 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 Tom, uh, the, Tom the spicy Tim. Actually- <laughs> actually got me on to Devil May Cry and it plays a lot like the original sort of God of War games very uh, button okay. bashy and all that sort of stuff um, okay. but it's just chaos fun button bash there's never a moment where you get bored of mashing buttons it, it just works perfectly yeah nice well that's mm. that's awesome and speaking of button mashing uh, one of my favourites that's coming out uh, Mortal Kombat 11 um, oh great <laughs> Which has one of the, I've got to say, one of the most gruesome trailers for a game that I've seen in a very long time. Even like considering uh, Mortal Kombat X, which came out uh, last year, that was pretty gruesome in itself. But it looks, you know, it was essentially one one entire fight scene. This is just a sequence of finishing moves where heads get fucking decapitated and stomped on and all sorts of stuff. It's amazing. This, yeah, it was essentially a, a sort of like fight club, but like. Mortal mm. Kombat style, like it, the fight just kept going and going, and it did not put the brakes on for any form of gore. It just kept going and going. Yeah. And it was it's outstanding. And then you know you think the trailer's ended, and it just keeps going. And the only <laughs> the only thing I will say is they just had this random music in the background, which I think just didn't work for it. You could have just had essentially the let's let's use the old techno nineties Mortal Kombat theme and just have that very low in the background and then just yeah. the sound effects of everything happening. Yeah, I know I know Spicy Tim was talking about this a bit. He uh, he's not a fan of just random R&B music popping up everywhere. It just seemed to be a little bit out of place and I can kind of agree with him in this uh, in this case. But uh, I mean, come on, it just had Raiden and Scorpion going at it. So, you know, give me more of that. They can put whatever fucking music they'd like to in the background. I'll just watch that all day long. <laughs> <laughs> um any favorite trailers for you that came out, buddy? One that was actually uh, that really surprised me, and it's a Switch exclusive, and my god, I, I want to play that or review that, is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Uh, oh, okay. And the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games are fantastic. They were a lot of fun for their time. <laughs> I think number two, I think you can get as backwards compatible for uh, Xbox One, and it still holds up. It's essentially Diablo, but Marvel. Yeah, okay. Well, look. I mean, I, I had a lot of fun. I will, I will admit to have playing through both, played through both of uh, the first two games. So coming out to Switch, I'm always after Switch exclusives. I think it's such a great platform to play on. So yeah, give me some more Switch stuff and Ultimate Alliance Marvel characters. Yes, please. All yeah. about. That. I'm, I'm hoping that all the characters we saw in the in the trailer isn't the entire roster. Like, mm. there's so many characters to choose from. Like. You know, Doctor Strange is great in uh, in the first one. You got Ghost Rider in the first one. In the second one, you can play as the Juggernaut or you can play as Thor. Like, there's there's so many characters you can choose from. I hope it's not limited to a smaller roster because of the hardware. Yeah, look, I, I would imagine that they would have uh, plenty of DLC options for it as well to expand the uh, expand the crew that you've got in there. But uh, mm. yeah, it looks pretty amazing. Um, 
look, uh, one of the ones that I didn't mention earlier, but I do want to make a mention of now, it's probably coming into some separate pieces of news as well, uh, is the latest announcement from Obsidian. Um, yes. They announced this thing, which looks fucking amazing. It's called The the Outer Worlds, and essentially it's just going to shit all over everything that any that any future Fallout ever does. Um, they did not shy away in the trailer from basically cl- staking their claim and saying, we were the guys that made the best version of Fallout. Um, so come and play this game, and it's like that, but better. And yeah. holy shit, does it look good. <laughs> it looks so good. Well, essentially, it just turns around, like, it, the, the trailer starts and you get, you know, text popping up at the screen. It's, like, from the original creators of Fallout, like, the, the minds behind the original <laughs> Fallout. And you're, like, okay. And it's, like, and the Fuck creators it. of Fallout, uh, not 76, Fallout New Vegas. I'm, like, that's everyone's favorite Fallout from memory. Like, yeah. it's got bugs, but it's, like, everyone's favorite. And I'm, like, this is a slap in the face to Bethesda. Oh, man. It's no chill. They've had absolutely no chill whatsoever. And they, <laughs> I'm not sure if you've seen it yet, Duty, but they have uh, released a video and it's 15 minutes of gameplay that they allowed some uh, game reviewers to get on and play, you know, 15 minutes of this game. And holy shit, it looks fantastic. If it looks anything remotely like that come come release time, which apparently is going to be really early next year. Um, yeah, boy, oh boy, are we in for a treat. So a surprise one out of the woodworks um, and very time considering the uh, the lukewarm reception uh, around Fallout 76. Well, I am liking this as well. Like, rather than getting a trailer and it's, like, coming soon and it's a, it comes around, you know, three or four years later, getting a trailer, getting everyone excited, and then just early 2019, I'm like, that's that's how you build hype and get people excited and stuff like that. So, apparently, they're, they're, they've been working on this game for about two years. Um, so, they haven't confirmed uh, an exact window for, for release or an exact date for release, but... Mid, to, I, I think it's probably going to be closer to mid, maybe looking at that Christmas time next year uh, window. So fingers crossed it's earlier rather than later. But I mean, if, if like I said, if that trailer's anything to go by, it, it's going to be amazing. Go check it out, um, Shaken Not Nerd, our Facebook page. Uh, there's a video up there of the uh, the latest gameplay uh, playthrough for the Outer Worlds. Uh, super exciting, super exciting. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs> Awesome. Um, yes, you said uh, we were talking about uh, gaming news, and obviously the um, the big awards that were announced last week, the the game awards for twenty eighteen. Well, yeah, we got we got that. We've also got Crash Team Racing, which is getting a remake, um, which, to be honest, everyone sort of saw coming. So I don't really care for. Is it. anyone I- excited about Crash Team Racing? <laughs> I think Ollie, uh, host of Shaken Not Nerd, says uh, says he is because uh, that's his. He thinks it's better than Mario Kart. Um, yep, that's fine. He's wrong. Um, <laughs> it's but, fine to be wrong. Yeah, well, release you know Crash Bandicoot, the original first three games is backwards compatible. Great idea. Spyro, okay, cool. Some people quite like Spyro. Yep, and then it's yep. Crash Team Racing. I'm like, what's going to be next? There, there's got to be something on that they're planning after Crash Team Racing. And to be honest, I don't. I think. Crash sold really, really well for them. Spyro, I, I don't know. I assume it sold okay. But I think yeah. Crash Team Racing might be their call. Not everyone was a big fan of this back in the day because that's. I feel like Crash Team Racing sort of came out towards the end of the PlayStation's life cycle. Well, it came out at a time when no one was really interested in Crash either. So, you know, it wasn't... <laughs> I don't know if anyone was quite ready for the... The marvel that was Crash Team Racing. I, I remember playing it maybe once at one of the game shops and just going, no, not not interested. Mario Kart does all of this and better. So, 
Yeah. yeah no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's got we'll, ev- all of everyone's second favorite characters, like Crash Bandicoot and, and others. the polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also got a trailer for a game called Atlas. Uh, did you take a look at this, Fuzzy? No, I haven't seen this one. What's this about? So Atlas is a medieval fantasy simulator, um, but it honest it, it just looks like Sea of Thieves. Even the graphic style is very similar to Sea of Thieves, and it's like let's throw in dragons and swords and shields and stuff like that. And they even go and show you, oh, let's 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 you know have some naval combat and let's have some piloting ships. They pull out the compass, they pull out the spyglass, they climb the mast, mm. all that sort of stuff. So it just okay. looks like Sea of Thieves, but like oh, let's just dragons because why not but but maybe with some story <laughs> yeah sea of thieves is great fun for a couple of hours if you've all your mates are logged in at once but as soon as you play that game by yourself it is alone as those seas are oh it's it's pretty bad yeah i, I remember getting that game you know pretty early on and i think i probably traded it in within like two weeks it was it was not fun at all so yeah there you go atlas um that's i think it's out very soon, or it's just been released. Yeah, oh, it looks, wait, uh, yeah, looks coming, interesting. Coming out on uh, on PC on the twentieth of December. So um, yeah, you can get that uh, early on PC if you're interested in that kind of stuff. No pass. <laughs> no pass. <laughs> but yes, All we right. did get the we did get the game awards, and there is a lot of awards to go through as well. All right, yes. Well, look, I mean, we are doing our own Game of the Year Awards kind of thing next week with the guys from Gamey Gamey Games, so make sure you check that out. So these guys, you know, they're, they're kind of good. They're kind of official, but, you know, we'll, we'll give them some credit this week while when we go ahead and tell you the proper results next week. Yeah, next <laughs> next week you'll get the real Game of the Year Awards. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll make awards whether people will accept them. I don't know. But the point is, if they show up or not, I mean, I'm hoping to see all of them there because it's a very prestigious event, obviously. Um, yes. So yeah, if they, if they don't show, we'll just accept the awards on their behalf. Yeah, probably be around a beers or something like that. But all right. <laughs> uh, but I've got them from essentially the most important one being the Game of the Year award. But I've gone all the way down to the audio design. Um, mm-hmm. So I've got a couple of awards to rattle off. I'd, I'd like to get you know what your thoughts or opinions are as well, Fuzzy. Um, but the first one off the bank is the audio design award. Oh, yes. Audio Design Award goes to, wow, <laughs> Mr. Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> well, yes, that's it. That's essentially, Red Dead Sound is absolutely fantastic. But do you think it deserves a Audio Design Award? Look, I, I think it's more about, and, and with everything with uh, Red Dead, it was always about the detail. And the devil was in the detail with the sound as well. Especially, I think... Just think about every time you fire a gun and you have to click back the hammer on that gun to fire again on the the, the pistols, like that. Just that clicking sound and that, yeah, it, it's so crisp and clear. And everything in that game is just suits the the scenario that it's in. So I'm, yep, I have no problems with that whatsoever. Yep, fair enough. I don't think there's any other games that I can think of that would rival in comparison to it. The only thing no. I can think of, but it was a last year release, is uh, was EA's Battlefront Two say what you will about the game and the microtransaction stuff but the the attention to detail that EA put into that game having you know when you miss a shot on a blaster and sparks fly off the wall and all that sort of stuff is, oh, is outstanding it, it, it feels like Star Wars you, you feel like you're in a Star Wars movie all the way through so yeah I, I agree sound design for that perfect yeah uh, then we got game for impact I don't necessarily mm. know what that means that's, that's like <laughs> saying having my official role is synergy 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Game for Impact was Celeste. Have you heard of Celeste Fuzzy? Are you aware of Celeste? Uh, I have heard of it, but have not played it. And it feels it feels like one of those games that's... Uh, it's obviously an indie game that came out. It feels... I don't know. I'm, maybe, I suppose, that's a game for Impact. I'm not really sure what this category means, so it's very hard to judge it. So... Um, yep. Yeah, having, having not played the game, I'm not entirely sure. So, I mean, but it is by the guys that made uh, a wonderful game called Towerfall. I'm not sure if you played that. It's a really great multiplayer game. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I like the art style, but have not played. So, there we go. Fair That's enough. it. Well, <laughs> the uh, the debut indie game, or the de- yep debut indie game, is uh, The Messenger. Also, haven't heard of it. No. Um, so. That's also another sort of a washover award. Like, don't get me wrong, indie games can be outstanding. Benny and the Ink Machine, great indie game. <laughs> um, but I've never heard of The Messenger. Yeah. Maybe no, it's, a, no. it's a PC or it's a phone indie game or something like that, but I'm, I'm not personally familiar with it. Haven't played again, um, but the art style seems very similar to a bunch of old school games. Like, we're talking like Double Dragon. Um, we're talking like the Swords and Sandals games that you used to play back in like the the early early 90s, late 80s kind of thing. So, uh, the art style's there. I like it, but yeah, haven't played, so I couldn't really tell you. Fair enough. But uh, the studio slash game direction of the year goes to Sony slash Santa Monica Studios. That's for God of War. Mm-hmm. And oh. damn, that's 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 a good <laughs> that's a good award. Oh yeah. And look, I I think that's for the game direction award. Yeah. 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 Look, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like it's. As much as I love uh, Red Dead, I've enjoyed playing it so much. There is a lot of uh, there's a lot of downtime. There's always been that conversation about downtime, replayability. Um, you know, you're riding your horse everywhere. When you when you look at a game that's that's nonstop from start to finish, but allows you that time in between to build story and build up character and build up emotion. God of War hits it on the head. It's the the entire game. It's like a like a ten hour movie. Uh, it's it's fabulous. So game direction, God of War, yeah, bang on. Yeah, hundred percent. That's that. I flat out agree with that award. It's God of War was a, an outstanding piece. Uh, we also have VR game, which is Astro Bot Rescue Mission. Never tried VR. I am pseudo keen to try it on the PlayStation with the PlayStation VR. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I guess. <laughs> Look, the problem with the the, uh, the VR stuff, right, is there's only really one place that's doing it and doing it really well, and that's Sony. It's kind of like an award just for Sony to tell you tell you what their best new game is in VR. So, yeah. I mean, you've got you've got a lot of independent studios that are doing the Oculus Rift stuff, but no one's really taking it up and running with it. It's literally Sony's leading the field and all of that stuff at the moment, and everyone else is just coming in a, a poor second. So. Yeah, whatever. It's the latest game. You get it free now. I think is most of the in most of the VR uh, kit packs, um, which I'm seriously considering for my own Christmas present this year, because uh, uh, I'm definitely not asking anybody else to fork out five hundred dollars for a VR headset that makes me look like an idiot. When you get bored of it, I'll be pinching it. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> sure, buddy. You can pry it from a cold, dead face. <laughs> uh, we've also got art direction for the return to Obra Din. Yep, sure. This must, be, this must be an indie game. Strategy game is Into the Breach. Fuzzy, you're a bit of a strategy game fan as well. Have you heard of Into the Breach? 
I have not. Um, that's mostly because I've been playing way too much Total War 2. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, moving along from that, we got the best score slash soundtrack, and I 100% agree with this, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and look, I'm, I can understand with score, like... Every time you get into a fight, every time you go into a new scene, they're just amping up the music and it's getting going. It's great. We talked about it last week uh, when we did our review of Red Dead Redemption 2 and we talked about that um, some of those scenes where it feels like you're in like Django or like this cowboy western movie. It really yeah. gets you in the go. And it does the same thing in the multiplayer game as well, I've noticed. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah just, just great that they've continued that on and, and understand when to amp it up. Beautiful. Love it. It's yeah. It's also got some some pretty famous uh, musicians as well that have worked on the score for Red Dead Redemption Two. I noticed uh, during the credits, songs play, and uh, lead singer Queen of the Stone Age does a song as well. So that's pretty cool. Ooh, there you yes. go. I've got to say, well done to you for reading those credits because most people, like myself, skip through them all. I mean, well, well done. Stand up, round of applause for all those studios and all that hard work. But I'm not fucking reading your credits at the end of a 16 hour game. <laughs> well, if you if you watch the uh, there's videos that play throughout the credits that actually explain more of the story and stuff. It's actually really cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not going to happen, but you know, I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, uh, we also got Action Game of the Year. Fuzzy, that's Dead Cells. It certainly is, and well-deserved. They needed to give this game something, because fuck me, it's a great game. Um, I will, will say that I've probably played this game more than anything else this year. Uh, I've probably spent the most hours. I'm actually going to go back and do a proper check um, on all my systems to make sure that that's correct, but... Yeah, it's so much fun. It really is. I've been trying to spruik it to everybody that I can. Uh, I just recommend you get a copy wherever you can. It's on PC. It's on PlayStation and Xbox now, I believe, as well. Um, but I'm loving playing it on Switch. And, yeah, just get it and play it. You'll understand. Well, my uh, I was talking to my tattoo artist, uh, Godfrey Atlantis, uh, and he was saying, have you played uh, this game on Switch called Dead Cells? And I'm like, no, but I've heard it is <laughs> one of the greatest games for Switch, and he's just... Godfrey's just like, I cannot put it down. It is outstanding. He sounds like a smart man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, uh, once you once I picked it up, I was, uh, I was really interested and intrigued in the art style. Again, similar kind of, you know, 8 to 16-bit sort of art style. But, man, they just do everything with it. They, they take it to the, the 10th degree and they... Every second you uh, you, know, you feel like a boss and all of a sudden something just owns you. It's just great. It's, it, it is the, the new game to play for everybody that's interested in action games and platformers. Play this, you'll 100% understand what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We also got uh, Action Adventure Game of the Year is God of War. Yep. Flat out, that couldn't have gone to anyone else. God of War nope. is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've 100%. also got Esports Game of the Year, and I'm quite happy with this, Overwatch. Yes. Well, there you go. So, they had to get uh, some awards. So. <laughs> I'm very, very happy with that because esports, you know, you've got Rainbow Six Siege and all that sort of stuff. But Overwatch is, if you're not good at racking up the kills, you work as a support or you stay as a healer and you focus on your team rather than focus on killing. And mm-hmm. that's that works great for, for players like me because there are some games or some days where I'm just not doing well to getting the kills and helping the objective. So I'll sit back and I'll just heal everyone. So what you're saying is that support people are shit. Is that that, that is that's what I'm hearing? Support people push the killers. 
and support players, motherfucker. I'm a support player. We make the fucking games work. We help all those little show ponies at the front going, hey, I got 30 kills. We're the guys that keep you fucking alive when you're just about to die. So fuck you guys. Um, you got your carries. You got everybody else. Whatever. It's the support players that make it happen. So I thought you play as a tank in Overwatch. No, I play support. What are you talking about? I've always played support. Support is my role. Um, I love it because literally, like, any team can have a team thriller guys being heroes, but it's the support players that will win you the game. So, there you go. I've said it. Said my piece. Um, speaking me, speaking um, of that, who is your Overwatch main for, for the listeners at home? Uh, my Overwatch main, I'm actually getting really good at Mercy. I've played a lot of Mercy recently. So, um, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so if we're moving along, the best performance of the year is Roger Clark, who plays Round Arthur Morgan two, from Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm, boy, did you Good see boy. his uh, his acceptance speech? No, I did not. I, I I watched it for the hope that he would, you know, for, you know, for people watching at home and stuff to do a bit of an Arthur Morgan, and sadly disappointed. <laughs> he went up there. He thanked everyone. He you know thanked his wife, his kids, the studios, everyone. Uh, and then walked off, and I just went, "Wait, what?" And I believe the uh, the the voice actors and the mocap actors for God of War, Kratos and Atreus, were there, and they were reading out an award. And he's read it, boy. And I'm like, "Oh yes!" <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, look, I, I I can get it. I get it. I mean, I I want to hear the voice. I want to hear some sort of little catchphrase. And obviously, the the best catchphrase of this year was "boy." In, in, oh, yeah. every, <laughs> in every format. Um, I'm surpri- honestly surprised this didn't go to Kratos um, because I thought that was yeah, a stunning role. It was understated. And they probably said about as much as each other if you think about it in the end. But, yeah, there you go. Arthur Morgan. Mm. We got to, as well the best narrative for 2018 is Red Dead Redemption 2. See... I'm surprised by that one. I, I'm, I'm, a li- I'm a little bit surprised. Uh, given, I, I think it's kind of a courtesy award for Red Dead Redemption 2, considering how some of the other awards went. Uh, yep. I thought this was probably, God of War was probably a better one too. So um, see, see, I think narrative-wise, the, the, just the, the story alone, Red mm. Dead Redemption straight away. Because... By the end of Red Dead Redemption, it just pulls on your heartstrings. It makes you feel for characters and stuff like that. Where God of War is, you're, you yourself are feeling the awesome power of Kratos and experiencing him when he gets angry. But Red Dead Redemption makes you feel for not only yourself, but for John, but a bit for Dutch if you're a bit of a Dutch fan, for the rest of the gang. It's anyone it, it but Micah. You... Spoilers. Anyone but Micah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Look, I I can understand that, and I can hear that argument. And I, I'm, I'm, while I don't agree with it, I can understand why you would have that uh, that comment to say about it. Fair enough. The uh, the best family game, of course, is a game that I should most likely pick up quite soon. Is Overcooked Two? Nah. <laughs> Overcooked is fantastic. If you haven't played Overcooked, get Overcooked. What are you doing? Why are you listening to the show? Get a copy of Overcooked. Go get it now. Played it's an it's an over the top arcade cooking game where you know you and three other mates essentially have chores to do in a kitchen and there's a time limit and you have to like send out the orders, clean the dishes, and all that. It's it's very entertaining. 
Yeah, look, I, I've enjoyed playing it. I will say that I wish this game scaled for numbers of players. So um, it scales. It doesn't really scale better if you've got two players or four. It, if, you, if you've got four players, the game's you know, as easy as it's going to get. If you've got two players, it's if, if players know player. how to accept orders from the head chef. <laughs> oh man, there are so many disagreements in, in this game And it's it's one that's sure to cause as many fights as bloody Monopoly um, It gets yeah. that heated So yeah, definitely, look, fun game I've, I've enjoyed playing Overcooked So yeah, there you go, best family game for this year Yep, I'll agree with that The uh, the best role-playing game of the year And I actually think it's it's uh, it's got it pretty well Is Monster Hunter World Really? Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed Monster Hunter World when uh, when that was released did you? <laughs> you just didn't play it well, I guess. I I played I played like two hours of it, and it was a it was a Japanese RPG, and I I and I say Japanese RPG because those games are super in depth. They're super complex. There's not a lot of main character talking, and that's one of my bugbears. It just felt like I felt really disconnected from all of the information that's going on. So. I would have possibly said that the best role-playing game was Red Dead Redemption, but, you know, I mean, I stand to be corrected, but Red Dead Redemption is essentially a role-playing survival game. Um, so, yeah, I, I understand that because you have to keep your horse alive, you have to keep you alive and the stamina management and all that sort of stuff. But with, with Monster Hunter World, if you're hunting, the first time you hunt a monster, you can't just go up and attack it. You need to research what it's weak to. Is it, you know... <sighs> Can it fall asleep? Is it weak to bone weapons? All that sort of stuff. Well, I can fall asleep. I can fall asleep listening to how fucking boring this game is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know we've got some friends. Um, we've got Caleb um, from one of our other, other friend podcasts um, who has played this game a lot. And pretty much every... I've got, I'm have got friends with him on PlayStation. Every time I see him online, he's pretty much playing Monster Hunter. He's just addicted to this thing. And I, I just don't get it, guys. So, yeah, I missed the boat on this one. That's okay. Um, yeah, well well done to you. But, yeah, I, I think there was a better, a better, more worthy winner in this, uh, in this year's crop. Well, we're coming up to the final ones now. Best ongoing game, of course, is Fortnite. What? Yep. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that should have been either Overwatch or Rainbow Six. Seeing as Rainbow Six was made, I think, in 2015, and it's still going now, and it's getting new characters and new maps constantly, I think Rainbow Six should have gotten that. I will say there is a massive learning curve um, and a platform to to jump up to with with going into uh, Rainbow Six, but... Fortnite, whereas Fortnite is a much easier thing. You can just go and play. Anyone can play. It's access to it, and it's only getting bigger. Regardless of what we feel about the game, this one's get, this game just keeps getting more massive. So, yeah, you know, like we will hate on it as much as we want, but it's it's big, it's huge, and Rainbow Six is just not quite there. Sadly, it's not. But uh, what is quite there is the sporting slash racing game of the year. And Fuzzy and I are still yet to face off. But that is Forza Horizon 4. Yes. Mm. I've, I've, I really enjoyed it. I've, I got a good solid two weeks of playing this game. And that was about it because everything else started to come out. Um, so I haven't gone back to it, but I, I look, I enjoyed it. It's a beautiful looking game. Anyone who's played the uh, Forza Horizon 3 will have enjoyed that and will enjoy this as well. It's It goes through, like the changing of the seasons is 
phenomenal. It's it's really cool. It keeps you on your toes and constantly makes you adjust your driving style. So I think we'll uh, we'll have to do some game capture videos when we drive around those little P50s or whatever they are. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> going up uh, cross country events in the P50s. Yeah, just barely making it up the hill. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely try. But yeah, oh, look, I mean, can you can you name another racing game that came out this year? Uh, no, there not off go. the top of my head. So yeah. it's got that part of the category. And then sports games you look at, well, it's going to be, it's FIFA, it's NBA 2K, um, and that's pretty much it. Those are the two big releases for sports. You know, you've got all your other ones, but... I, I don't know, man. It's 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 a really small field to win something in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we have the best fighting game, and I am stoked with this, but also can't think of any other fighting games that came out uh, this year. But that is Dragon Ball Fighter Z. That game is outstanding. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know that it came out this year, and that you played it a little bit, but I haven't actually heard you talk much about this one. So it's essentially. Uh, a, it's a sideways only old school fighter. It's there's no three dimensions or anything about it, uh, and essentially you pick three characters similar to like Marvel vs Capcom's, uh, and then you fight as you normally do. The buttons are, are quite intuitive and, and and very simple and basic to learn. You've got some characters who, of course, are button bashy by nature, and then. You know, you've, you've got your energy bar at the bottom that charges up and, you know, have three bars. You get to do your big ultimate attack. And when you do them, it not only just says, you know, round finish, you'll actually get sort of a, a cinematic depending on who's fighting who. It's 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 perfect. It actually looks like uh, the cartoon show as well because the characters mm. are old school 2D animated. There's no 3D rendering for the characters, but the background yeah. is 3D. So it just pops straight away when you when you're playing it and you've got it on a high definition tv it flat out pops yeah okay it's it's interesting because mm. you know, i mean this is a year that we've had we've actually had a slew of fighting games come out um so we had uh, street fighter 5 uh, come out and that has a, a very similar art style to uh dragon ball z so it's got this sort of very cartoony overlay with a 3d background so you know i can i can understand that we've had soul caliber 6 uh, which right. came out um, probably about a month ago. And, and you were I contemplating mean, getting that from memory, I think. Yeah, I just ran out of cash spending it on everything else. <laughs> um, and then we've also had uh, Super Smash Brothers, which came out li- literally in- within the last week. So, you know, like there's, there's three pretty fucking great fighting games. So for Dragon Ball Z to be better than those is, I'm, I'm going to say that's a that's a big, big win in a... Like, you know, there's, there's some tight fields, like small fields of, of competition. This is just great games across, you know, a variety of um, different genres. And they just, yeah, they've taken the cake on it. So, well done. Yeah, exactly. But then we get to the final three. The best independent game of 2018 is Celeste. As yeah. per normal or as per earlier, I have no idea what that game is. See, like, you know, I, I having having not played it, but having played Dead Cells and knowing that Dead Cells is an independent game, I'm super surprised that that didn't, uh, that didn't get the nod there. So, um, yeah, Celeste must be pretty good, but yeah, maybe, maybe if it's on special on Steam, I might give it a go. Fair enough. Uh, we have the best multiplayer game of 2018, <laughs> and that has gone to our mate Paul's Fortnite. What the actual fuck? Okay, let me just start by prefacing all of these Fortnite awards with 
Fortnite was released in 20 fucking 17. <laughs> How is it winning awards in 2018? How is it Mind winning awards? Mind you, a best... Overwatch wasn't released this year as well. Okay. Ongoing games, esports games, I understand that, but how can it get best multiplayer game? Because it's a game that's not. Re- the awards are supposed to be for the games that are released this year. Uh, I, I just don't understand how it can. Po- like, and don't get me wrong, I don't think there's actually many other games that are doing very well on the multiplayer front. Um, we've had oh, some, Fallout 76. Some big. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We've had some big bombshells this year. Um, we had the the new Battlefield come out and just has been a work in progress. There's been a lot of unfinished, unpolished stuff. I would possibly say the most polished thing that went out this year as a multiplayer game was probably the latest Call of Duty, and I don't want to give them any credit, but there you go. So, yeah, Fortnite to win the best multiplayer award? Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some, you've got some words uh, But then of course we have our game of the year And to be honest Drum roll I, I please think it's well deserved uh, And it's gone to Santa Monica Studios for God of War Yeah Well I mean Look It honestly could have gone One of two ways this year It was Red Dead or it was God of War Like you could have flipped a coin And got, got either of those Bang on perfect. So, well done to them. Uh, The only thing, I think we talked about it last week, the only thing that steps um, Red Dead down for me is how they've released it with this online beta and they haven't got their multiplayer right for launch. Um, It feels like it's just not quite as finished and polished as God of War was when it went live. So. Yeah, that's that that went out there was, you know, a couple of minor issues but nothing that anyone would actually pick up or be bothered by. Um and yeah, it was solid from start to finish. I played the entirety of that game and then some. And yeah, st- I've still got more than I want to go back to. So yeah, well done. Well done God of War. Oh yeah. I I 100% agree. Just the the first time, you know, you you fight the character of the stranger towards the start mm. of the game and feeling Kratos' rage and the controller vibrating and just the, the score as well is outstanding. It is it That score is so good. It is on my gym playlist. Like, it's just <laughs> overwhelming power and just epicness. Um, and and I will say, it just works. And I will say playing, like, using that, that thing they've got with, like, Thor's axe, essentially, where he's just throwing this axe and then returning it to him. I could just spam that all day and have so much fun doing it. It was a lot of fun playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> just enjoyable moments the right the way through. So, a well-deserved winner. But again, as I said, it could have gone to Red Dead Redemption and everyone would have been just as happy with it. Well, uh, it was and. 10. So, yeah, eight years ago, uh, the finalists for Game of the Year was God of War 3 and Red Dead Redemption 1, and it went to Red Dead Redemption 1. Yeah, wow. That's, that's crazy, right? There so you go. They, they, they just keep timing each other. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. But we have two games to review. Fuzzy, you may decide which goes first and uh, uh, review said first game. Well, let's let's kick things off with a bit of Just Cause Four. Round two. Fight. So, for people who aren't uh, familiar with the Just Cause series, Fuzzy, what is Just Cause? 
Just Cause is pretty much, I'll, I'll borrow from you, Duty. Um, if Face Off, uh, the movie, was a video game, it would be this. Um, <laughs> it's just balls-to-the-wall action, very little explanation as to what's actually going on. Uh, and even when they do explain things, you don't fucking understand it. So it's it's just great because you, you love it because things explode and they explode in giant fireballs. Um <laughs> It's if John Woo was had leapt inside a game and had personified this game into what he'd wanted it to be. It's it's fun. Um, I I played a lot of the uh, the series Just Cause Two, um, and also Just Cause Three, which was played on constant repeat at my house for a number of years. Um, this <laughs> this one is takes uh, basically steps off where the last one finished and just keeps going for it. Um, there are some, you know, th- there are a lot of people who are, I don't know, unsold on this game, I would say. Uh, and I think it's mainly because they haven't had the exposure previously to what's happened. Um, but that's that's okay. You, you, you can't expect everybody playing your game to understand exactly what's going on right off the bat. And I don't think yeah. it does a very good job of introducing you to that or helping you along the way. And... <laughs> I will say there are some terrible, terrible moments in this game. Judy, you've spoken about this in your um, your piece for Stack Magazine. Um, oh, yes. And- uh, just head to uh, stack.com.au and uh, take a look and uh, have a read. <laughs> and you talked about like uh, some of the animations and the cutscenes, um, which are just... It's next level atrocious. It's... It is a bad action movie, but like really, it's like someone audio dubbed Face Off into Chinese, and then the Chinese people redubbed it back into English, and then put somebody else's voice over the top. It looks terrible. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So a lot of that stuff doesn't work. There's, um, I don't know. This someone did a side by side graphical comparison between Just Cause Three and Four on similar settings, and it's pretty much on par. Like, so it doesn't feel like. There's been five or six years worth of growth in this game. While yeah, the, it just it, feels it, like oh, let's let's add weather to Just Cause Three and, mm. and put it on a new map, and that's it. Yeah, and they've they've taken away some of the core mechanics, which made Just Cause Three and well, the the series as a whole quite amazing. So, yeah, instead of like going through and like liberating enemy bases and by destroying all their stuff, you just essentially do mini missions, and the missions help you liberate that area. So it just it feels some of that destruction feels a little bit pointless, um, whereas there was a specific purpose to it in previous games. So I don't know, man. I, I'm I I still love it. I still have a lot of fun doing it. Um, I got the special edition, so I got all the wingsuits with the you know the jet packs and all the rest of it. It's a lot of fun. Um, so if you like mindless action, blowing stuff up, flying around, feeling like Superman, this game's the game for you. It's uh, I, I will say um, it's the the best way to describe it was actually my tattoo artist said it today as well. Is this game is like when you start screwing around in Grand Theft Auto, just free roam screwing around, like you know, in the plane <laughs> and attaching yeah, it yeah, to yeah. something, or just you know. Just bumming around in Grand Theft Auto. That's what this game is, but it's got a fuckload of explosions. It's got mm. some things that I think even the Spider-Man game could use with with, um, with Rico being able to tether items together and then they actually zip together. I think oh, that would yeah. have been a great mechanic in Spider-Man. Um, but and the tethering up- mechanics in this one, they've, they've upped the ante from uh, previous games, so you get all of the toys that you could possibly imagine all in one place right from the get-go. So it's Pretty not much, like yeah. you have to build up to it. It's something that you get right from the start, which is awesome. 
Yeah, and it's it, there was even a point where like I had to start a mission, and then you know I finished the mission, and I was in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. And rather than call airdropping in a vehicle for me to you know just fuck around in, there was a satellite dish. So I went and stood on the satellite dish, surrounded it in hot air balloons, and then just hoisted myself into the air with it. <laughs> and then went, all right, cool. Now I know where I am, and then just uh, parachuted off it. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so it, it, it's a it's a lot of fun. The graphics aren't that great especially like one irrit that got me was one character wears a jumpsuit the name is on the jumpsuit but it's pixelated so you can't actually read the name on the jumpsuit the lip sync mm. is also out the story is it's yeah it's, it's, it's face off it's a washover of a story but face off is yeah. fucking awesome um but i felt after a, you know doing a, a about you know, six to eight hours of the game i just went okay i know what the story is but there's nothing compelling me to make me go further. Like, I don't care for yeah. the character of Rico. I feel yeah, like no, fair enough. within six hours of Red Dead or six hours of God of War, I was like, I want to keep going. I, I don't want to go to work. I want to keep playing. Um, and that didn't... It didn't have that. It just had a two minutes, you know, cinematic at the start. Like, yep, he's a secret agent. He's no longer a secret agent. Uh, mm. Go. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I hear you. I hear all of those complaints. It's uh, it makes sense for this game. Again, it feels like it's been released sort of, and this I think this is the story for this end of year. And I'm starting to get more cautious around Christmas releases because yeah. I feel like every time it gets closer to Christmas, they've committed to a time frame and they have to get it out to make money. They have to sell it for Christmas, right? And so they end up releasing a game that might be 85 to 90% done and they just expect to do patches to make it work afterwards. And that feels very much like this. Like they, they've, there's a bunch of stuff. One that really got me was when you like, um, you're flying over water with a, a helicopter or a jet. Um, in the previous game, there was a lot of uh, amazing water particle physics. So you got yep. like water spray and all the rest of it. In this game, next to nothing. It's like you're almost like, it's just this. It's almost this sea of glass, and it just felt a little bit fake by comparison to what the previous world is. So having had previous awesome stuff and having them take it away now is just, uh, that feels really disappointing, and I would have liked them to have gone further. So, yeah, still unsold on it. I I think uh, I'll still play it out and have an amazing time doing it, but, yeah, definitely it's... Oh, almost makes me think that um, that Just Cause Three was better. Need I say? It? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I I enjoyed. I'd probably, if I had to give it a review, a probably a a numerical, probably a six point five, maybe to a six point eight. I feel yeah. like yeah, it's it's missing some details that make it fun. There's a lot of there's there's also no crouch or cover base mechanics. So literally, when you're in the middle of nowhere and you're just getting shot, it's like, okay, I feel like I should get behind something, and you just yeah. can't, and that See, doesn't click for playing Red Dead, playing Gears, playing sort of games like that. And I think that's 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 probably the problem that you're looking at. This game is designed to be balls to the wall action. If you're hiding behind something, you're playing it wrong. Um, and so I understand, you know, people trying to do the, the crouch mechanics and having had that in, in other previous games, totally understand why you would want to include that. And this is pretty much just the opposite of that. It's you're supposed to just keep going faster and faster and the mayhem is supposed to build. And, but they, again, they don't explain that to you. You're just left to discover that for yourself. And yeah. that probably needs a little bit more explanation for a first time gamer or a first time just causer like yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
But uh, I, I had I had fun playing it. it essentially, it's every action movie trope you can think of put into oh, a video absolutely. game. And if, and if they tried to turn this Just Cause into a movie, it wouldn't work. But because it's a video game, it works. Mm, yeah, absolutely, it does. Look, I would have to agree with your uh, your score. I'd probably give this a, a 7 out of 10 just because of the, the step back or... Not so much the step back, but the non-step forward. It's more of a step sideways in the franchise series. So um, hopefully they will make some improvements over time. And I know that um, there's a bunch of DLC that's uh, that's due to come out over the next year uh, for Just Cause 4. So I'm hoping they will introduce some new crazy things like they did last time. And that will, you know, lift the game a little bit. But um, we'll just have to wait and see. Time will tell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, of course, we have the last great Nintendo release for the year, which is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Boop, 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 boop. I don't know what that was. That was, <laughs> that was my Super Smash Bros. noise. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fantastic, outstanding game. It's a fighting game where instead of it being a traditional two-on-two, you can have eight players on the screen at once and that is eight players of friends as well on the screen at once and uh, the camera sort of zooms out so you can see the whole arena and you can pick anyone within the Nintendo franchise and even within some of the uh, some of the sort of a Sony classic characters actually and as well Solid Snake from the Metal Gear Solid series is in this mm-hmm. game you can play as mm-hmm. Cloud from Final Fantasy 7 which is only on PlayStation 1 and you can play as uh, Ryu in this one as well which is pretty awesome yeah, Ryu and Ken. It's it's yeah. outstanding with the characters you can play as in this. Even Mega Man and Pac-Man show up in this. And it <laughs> is outstanding. Yeah. Look, I've I've had uh a bunch of fun playing this game. It just it just keeps getting better and better. The more that you unlock characters and uh the the amazing levels that, that they've developed over this this game are just incredible. Every I've tried to play through every single one of them because there's just so many levels, and I keep forgetting what's gone on. And like thirty levels ago, there's such a variety. There's all these things that are constantly changing, so it's not just this static map, but it's almost like you're fighting the other players and the map itself all yeah. the time. It's it's great. I think it is with the uh, with the Metal Gear Solid map. Uh, Metal Gear Rex breaks through the wall and then starts shooting rockets at you and starts targeting mm. you. And it's like not only yeah, not only you're fighting the the your opponents, whether that's your friends or the uh, the computer. It's mm. also depending on the map, you're fighting off against the map. You know, you're playing on uh, on Captain Falcon's maps. If you land because he's from uh, he's uh, from a racing game. If you land on the floor, which is a raceway, you actually get hit by cars or you get flung up into the air or if you fall yeah. off the uh, the Corellia from Star Fox, you die because you're just falling in space. <laughs> My favourite so far has been um, the, the combination of the really weird ones. Uh, so they've had the Wii Fit Studio. Uh, so you can go in there and do that. Uh, the Duck Hunt map, which is pretty cool. Um, they've got ones with the, um, have you seen the, the My Dogs or the Me Dogs or whatever they oh, are? Oh, Nintendogs. Yeah, Nintendogs, that's the one. Um, yeah, so they've got those in there. They've just got this crazy uh, mashup of all these different maps that you would just have no... There's no concept of playing in them for, for any fighting game for whatsoever, but they just seem to work. And um, oh, the one that the worst one that I, I struggled with was the Donkey Kong map. I'm not sure if you played that yet, but that is an asshole. <laughs> Which Donkey Kong's got a couple, but if it's the one on the side of the rapids, that one's pretty fun. 
Oh, that no, that's 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 okay. This is like the classic Donkey Kong uh, map. So it's just these like little tiny platforms that you've got to jump between, and there's the hammers jumping down all the time. There's oh, the yeah. the classic classic Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so great. It's even got the classic <laughs> doop 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 as you're playing it as well. It's just it's this. If you haven't played Super Smash Bros. This is it's the same thing as Overcooked. What are you doing? Go get yourself a copy of Smash Bros. <laughs> it has everything you want. It's the, the level, the attention to detail in Smash Bros. has always been outstanding. If you, if mm. you have, if you're Pikachu going against Samus and you electrify Samus, you can actually see Samus under her body armor when she's actually electrocuted. It's sort of like when Darth Vader gets electrocuted in Star Wars, and you can see a skeleton under the suit. Okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. They, yeah, they've done uh, an amazing amount of detail. And I've got to say, well, l- let me ask you, who's your favourite fighter to play as at the moment? Because I actually, as a new Smash Brothers person, already have a favourite character. Uh, in the single player, I believe I'm playing as Marth, which is one of the earlier characters you unlock. Um, nah. His <laughs> his sword is pretty good. If you hit him on the, if you hit with. The, the sort of the left or right side of the sword, sort of in the middle, it does mediocre damage. But if you actually hit them with the tip of the sword, you do outstanding damage. Uh, and if I've just been using the uh, the right sort of analog stick, if you will, that does directional damage. And I've just been using that to essentially, he's close enough to hit with the tip, bam, and then I'm knocking him out of the arena straight away. Yeah. Okay. What about yourself? Uh, I'm I am addicted to playing as Kirby. Kirby oh. is my boy. Um, what is so. Kirby? <laughs> I feel like is... he's like a marshmallow or something. Yeah, well, let me, let me just find out. I'm just going to ask Google, what is Kirby? <laughs> um, look, I, I've just really enjoyed playing as Kirby. It looks like this fat little marshmallow and just it, it works. Everything works about it. It's so much fun. Now that I've learned how to uh, play Smash properly, I remember we, we had a couple of games with our good mate Spicy Tim and he fucking wiped the floor with us because none of us knew what we were doing and he remembered. Um, but now I know how to play, I reckon I could give Spicy a run for his money. Well, uh, of, of course, Kirby's signature move is that he can eat people and then mimic their powers as well. Yeah, and it's great, and they it gets like you know little outfits depending on um, but depending on who he's mimicked. Um, and oh, here you go, I found it. The answer for what is Kirby? Uh, Kirby is an amoeba. So uh, there you go. Right. Do with that what you will. <laughs> but he is he is now one of, one of my favourite new characters, although I have enjoyed playing as Ryu as well. It just feels right in a fighting game to have someone who's actually a fighting character. So I, I haven't unlocked Ryu yet. I'm looking forward to playing as Ryu and Cloud from uh, the Final Fantasy series. Um, mm. And also I'm interested to see how Snake works because I've played against him a couple times and he just gets on his belly and crawls. And I'm like, I... Ooh. Why are you just on your belly crawling? <laughs> There's got to be some tactical reason why he's crawling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, look, it, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, I played this with my my kid, um, who's seven. I've played this with my brother, who's in his thirties. I've you know I've played this with a whole bunch of different people of different age groups, and they all love it. It's a lot of fun. It's weird. It's wonderful. There's a lot to like. When you just start getting used to it, there, there's like so much to scratch. The like once you scratch the surface, you're like, well, there is so much underneath there that I can see and and enjoy. So, I, I'm sure we'll see in the coming months, like you know, pro Smash Brothers players like coming out and just you know doing amazing things in this game. But yeah, you know, it's 
it's fun to pick up and play for five minutes and then put down and do something else. It's great. It's uh, as as this is also another title that I reviewed for uh, for Stack Magazine. Uh, as I received it early to review it, I of course played the game at home on my on the docking station to see what it's like on the TV, and then I went mm. to go give it a crack. Of all right, well I need to try because it's Switch. I need to try playing it on the go. Uh, yeah, and I've I've gotten on the train to go home, and some you know kid who is aware of the game is sat next to me and he's like oh he's playing the switch how the fuck did you get super smash bros it doesn't come out to you know to said date and i'm like um bye and, <laughs> and that kid was never seen again <laughs> it's, it's it's even it's outstanding to play on on the train and the single player i thought was just going to be a bit of a gimmick like yeah you you play as kirby and you know you unlock characters as you play whoop de doo and then it was no you you go up against not only other fighters but they've got spirits buffing themselves giving them extra damage defense extra jumping whatever the hell it is and you have mm. to not only fight that you sometimes you have to fight an arena covered in lava and it says the floor is lava don't touch the floor and I'm like cool how am I supposed to fight that and oh, well that, and that's the great part I think like you, you're right it adds that extra layer to uh, to each of the levels and it gives mm. you like special stats on this guy while you're playing you know Nega Mario and he's you know he really he does a lot of defensive moves or he only attacks in this style or he's weak to this so it it'll, it means that you have to learn how to play the game to mm. use you know it might just be using one particular style for for that round but at least it gives you experience in doing that and then you're like okay here's another tool that I can use in general gameplay that i might not have thought about using before yeah there is uh as well like the, the small attention to detail that if you play as charizard and you land in water you start taking mm. damage because charizard is weak to water and i thought mm. even those small little attention to detail sort of you know nitbits are great uh as well as apparently the most overpowered character is the splatoon inklings uh, there is a, a particular fight in story mode that I just cut, cannot get past. So essentially, mm-hmm. rather than fighting it, I just went around it. <laughs> okay, there you go. So the the Splatoon crew, they're the ones to uh, to beat, are they? They apparently deal a buttload of damage and are overpowered, apparently. Mm. Okay, there you go. Look, I, I, I've not really fought against them yet, so I think I might have done one or two fights, but not really in any depth as opposed to the other characters. Um, yep. But yeah, there you go. Interesting. I'll uh, I'll pay close attention to avoid those ones. Yes, but uh, if you've been waiting or if you skipped towards this part of the show, this of course is Paul from the Countdown giving us. Oh wait, are we going to give a, a quick review for that one? Oh yes, yes. I'm yeah. so sorry, <laughs> Fuzzy. What would you give this game, Smash Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, a review? I'm going to give this a eight out of ten. And I, th- I feel like I'm, I'm going to say eight out of ten. I'm going to pre- uh, preface that with a statement that I don't really believe that a fighting game will ever get beyond that for me because there, it is, like I said before, it's easy to pick up, but it's also very easy to put down quite quickly. You can play a couple of matches and then forget about it. It doesn't really. I, I don't feel really enveloped or. Um, uh, captured by a story as such i need to see some more uh, depth to the game that i'm playing so i don't know it's very easily consumable um but as i said easy to put down so i don't think it'll ever go beyond eight for me but having said that eight for a fighting game pretty good fair enough i am giving this one a nine out of ten hey there you go any particular reason (laughs) 
Uh, I, I essentially it was one of those games where it was I was playing it over a weekend. I was I was putting a couple. Of, I thought I'd put you know an hour or two into the story mode, and it instantly became nighttime. Uh, my wife has come up and said, "Hey, you ready to go to said person's place?" I'm like, "Hang on, what's the time?" I, I realized I've been <laughs> sitting and playing it for about five six hours straight. Uh, I, it is, yeah. If this was included in the uh, in the the fighting game of the year, honestly, this. Those two games, Super Smash How Bros. Was Ultimate and uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, uh, are up there definitely. I got to say, how how this was not considered for Fighting Game of the Year is beyond me. They, they, you know, it was a game that was released, yes, yeah, super cr- close to Christmas, but surely it had to be in that 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 list. Surely it would have been up there for Fighting Game of the Year. I think it had to be out for a, a certain period of time, or it came out just too late. Um, yeah, but it's. I think the only thing that I'd love for this game to have is it's a fighting game. Well, of course, you can't throw a Mortal Kombat character in there due to the level of violence and the, the, the grotesqueness. But let's throw Goku in. Let's you know, let's throw some Dragon Ball Z fighter characters in there. Or we've got, uh, I think it's Jump Force coming out early next year as well. That's going to have Naruto. That's going to have Dragon Ball. That's even going to have Yu-Gi-Oh in it. And, and that mm. looks like it's going to be a good fighting game. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, look, uh, that's always the way with these fighting games. They're always getting more and more characters. Like Soul Calibur Six, they brought in um, uh, Geralt, the Geralt from The Witcher. Um, so yeah, I think there's they're always trying to add new crazy things into to buy new fans into the series. Um, but you know, I think with a, a solid platform like Smash Brothers has, like they they really don't need to do too much. And the cool thing is with Smash Bros, should you want to, you can make your own character as well, which you can use your, your, your Nintendo Me to make a character. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Mate, have you seen the one? I know that you'll love this one. Um, someone's already done a Hank Hill uh, version of the Me Fighter. Oh, my God. <laughs> I smash propane and propane accessories. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you've been waiting for... Uh, Paul from the countdown to bring us his Fortnite Fortnite. We will put that into the show just after our sign offs. Fuzzy Dan, is there anything you want to bring up before we sign off on this week's episode? One final thing, and I will be, it would be a shame for us to not mention this one. Um, it is this week that uh, the legendary game Doom turned 25. So yes. uh, if you're feeling old, um, prepare to feel slightly older. Um, yeah, Doom is 25 years old this week. So congratulations to Doom. It's uh, it's one of the granddaddies of shooters. So I love it. Can't, That's- can't go wrong. I celebrated by going online, finding an emulator and playing Doom for about two hours. It was great. Wow. I was uh, I I saw that Doom is available on the Nintendo Switch, the most recent Doom. Uh, I have been looking for a copy, but it's you know on PlayStation and Xbox it's twenty bucks on Nintendo Switch it's about sixty to eighty. I think yeah. if it drops to about twenty bucks. I'm like, yep, cool. I'll get a copy of Doom on the Switch. Yeah, I I would suggest maybe not on the Switch. I've heard some bad things about um, the like the sacrifices they had to make to bring a AAA title to the Switch. So probably say you're pro- you're going to find it better um, better served on one of the larger platforms uh, if you're going to go down that pathway. Hmm. All right, I'll uh, I'll keep a look on it. There you go. All right. Uh, that, apart from that, that's it for me. I've uh, it's been a fun week and a fun Christmas shop of all my games. I've got so many games that I need to go back and play, like your Forza Horizon Four. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to uh, to getting the gamey gamey game boys on and uh, having a chat about game of the year from our perspective, talking about all the games that we've talked about and many many more. 
Yes, indeed. That will be next week's episode. We'll have uh, Evan and Ben Russell from Gamer Gamer Game to talk not only Game of the Year, but best multiplayer, best indie, best exclusive, so on and so forth. So uh, that'll be quite interesting because I've got three contenders for Game of the Year at the moment, so I need to actually decide who wins. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't wait to see you know where you put Fortnite in that ranking, buddy. <laughs> nah. No. No, bad Fortnite. <laughs> and speaking of Fortnite. <laughs> speaking of Fortnite, here is Paul from The Countdown. Final round. Fight. Hey, Shakeners. Welcome to Fortnite Fortnite with me, Paul, from The Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. And of course, I'm here to tell you about all that is new in the game of the year, Fortnite that is right, Season 7 has launched and we've seen the biggest changes to the map since Moisty Meyer was ditched a couple of seasons back. The entire Southwest Quadrant is now a winter wonderland, complete with airplanes. That's right, Epic Games has decided to skip over all those things like regular cars and go straight to planes, adding that third dimension to the game uh, more so than we already had. There are also zip lines all over the place allowing you to get around very, very fast. And the rest of the map is not without its changes. Those corrupted areas are now gone. No more bouncing way up into the sky on the back of those purple power areas. And there's also been some experimentation with the trial game modes that Epic Games are running sort of a couple days or three days a week. And they are quite fun. I played one last night, for example, where there was no building allowed. So imagine Fortnite without ramping all over the shop. So Fortnite continues to innovate. Don't listen to what Fuzzy and Duty have to say. This game is well worth your time if you're not a teenager. All right, that is it for this edition of Fortnite Fortnite. I, of course, will be back in a fortnight. This is Paul, the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast, reporting for Shaken Not Noob. Now back to the ease, Fuzzy and Duty. <laughs>